0: Welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Maya Burns, and I'm here to talk to you about business, growing your wealth, and maintaining a healthy mind and body. By sharing the topics that are important to me, I hope you're able to start living and feeling your best. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello! Welcome back to a new episode of Work, Wealth, and Wellness. I'm so happy that you're here today. I'm so glad that you're listening. Whatever day you are listening to this Yeah, I hope you have an amazing day. I hope it's sunny out, or if you like rain, I hope it's rainy. Who knows? To each their own. But um, today, I wanted to start off this episode just with a little like mini quick question segment. So I actually went up on my Instagram and um, on the weekend, and I had said, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna be doing a little Q and A segment for this week's podcast. So send in your questions. Ask away." and um yeah if, if you want to follow me on instagram it's just maya burns i will have it linked in these show notes but yeah i'm always open to answering questions i love hearing from my listeners it's really amazing to think that people actually listen to me whenever they are doing their things and um yeah i really really appreciate the support so basically i'm just gonna kind of keep this i don't even know if it's gonna be short and sweet honestly but i got a lot of questions not a lot I guess but like the majority of the questions were more or less like my job related like you know like what made you want to get into real estate what do you enjoy most about real estate just kind of like questions about my job in that sense so I'm gonna gonna kind of do a blanket just one you know I just want to talk about it because I feel like a lot of people have Uh, like a misconstrued kind of idea of real estate and so I feel like I did too before I even got into real estate so I wanted to speak a little bit about you know reality versus expectations because I've been in the real estate game for almost two years now and time seriously flies um but yeah, and back in, I think it was honestly my very first episode of this podcast, my first or second episode. I did speak about why I did get into real estate. So, if you wanted to check that out, please go take a listen. But yeah, like I said, it's been almost two years in real estate. So, I kind of wanted to just, (laughs) you know, give my thoughts to almost two years in versus, I guess, when I first started. So, first of all, we're going to reel it way, way, way back. So, before I even began my schooling, when this was just a teensy tiny, (laughs) teeny tiny thought in the very back of my brain, you know, if, if you're not in real estate and someone says real estate, I feel like the first thing that most people think about is like selling sunset or like those real estate shows, million dollar listing or like HGTV shows, you know, like it's these very, um, like cinematic productions where they're showing these million dollar houses and the agents are always prim and proper dressed to the nines. Um, you know, just a really unrealistic expectation. And, I feel like, but like I said, before I got into real estate, I feel like that's just what a lot of people think about. So that was kind of where my brain was at. I didn't really know much about real estate. It's just not something that you think of quite often, truthfully. Like, no one's ever just like, oh my God, realtor. I don't know. I feel like the only time you think about real estate is like if you need to sell your house or you want to buy a house. I don't know. It's not always in the back of people's brains, right? So, um, once I did decide to take the plunge and start my real estate schooling, um, as I started learning before I was licensed to sell those kind of those kind of things, I always viewed real estate as I don't want to say superficial because that's not the right word, but once again, you still kind of see it as as like the the four like the front lines like you don't see what goes on behind the scenes so you know i just thought it was a lot of showing houses meeting people um just like the basic stuff like very surface level knowledge of what real estate really was about because you know it's it's one thing to say that you that you're learning but you truly learn through doing and so just during during my schooling obviously They teach you everything and the schooling was great and I learned a lot, but my goodness, when they throw you out there, you gain so much more knowledge and you realize that there are just so many moving parts to real estate that are behind the scenes. Like truthfully, I know people on, on all these TV shows and this and that, like I said, it's very like surface level. It's very, you know, just the front line. You don't see any of the legwork that goes on behind the scenes, so really, truthfully, like I said, there's so many moving parts. We're dealing with lawyers. We're dealing with banks, um, lenders, other agents, an immense amount of paperwork they don't tell you that your job is like 90 percent paperwork but so 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 much paperwork just kidding that's an exaggeration but lots and lots of paperwork um it's all about like the, the legalities of it like there's so much legal stuff that we deal with um sometimes dealing with like the authorities when it comes to tenants squatters people breaking into houses um basically when i first started There's this saying that uh, my mentor told me, and it still sticks with me to this day, and it's like basically when you wake up in the morning, you have to say, okay, how can I prevent myself from getting sued today? And that sounds terrifying, right? And it kind of is, because like I said, there's just so much legal stuff that we deal with. Um, Each contract is totally different. All the paperwork, you know, we go through contracts and contracts, like contracts for offers, like. Each contract is different. The wording of the contracts can be finicky because obviously every single agent is going to be trying to protect their clients. So you really, really have to reread all these documents um, because you want to make sure that the party that you are representing is protected so yeah when i first started you know as scary as it sounds um i almost felt like i was thrown to the wolves in a sense but like i said you learn by doing and making mistakes and you learn through your small wins as well and um now it's just second nature to me like um when i first started i i definitely was a lot more emotionally attached to my transactions and you might be saying like, well, what does that mean? So essentially, you know, you just when like when you first start, I'm a very emotional person and I think I'm quite open about that. I will cry if I watch a dog video like I am so emotional, right? So um, you really have to learn to emotionally detach yourself. Like I said, it sounds mean, but like I mean it in the most respectful way. Trust me, it is the best for both of us. Um, You still obviously have to be compassionate and you're still invested in the transaction, but it's almost like a roller coaster. Like I like to view it as a roller coaster. So when someone is buying or selling a house, it's literally probably the biggest investment or transaction sale. You know, it's the biggest thing that you're going to do in your life. Truthfully, like think about it we are playing with thousands and thousands of dollars here, maybe, you know, upwards of million. So there's just, it's, it's quite a big, it's just such a huge moment for these people. And, um, as a realtor, you know, you kind of become desensitized to it and you don't, you don't view it like that. But when I first started, I was so emotionally invested and it's like these people there's so many different scenarios that go on like someone could be selling their house because you know family member passed or like there's so many emotional moving parts like also just think of it like that's someone's home they've raised their kids there they maybe got married there like so many highs and lows happen inside of a house and it is so emotional but as a realtor you can't really be on that roller coaster with them you have to be the one who's there to hold their hand you have to be the one who's there to um, listen when they need to vent like because if you're on that roller coaster with them and you're going through these highs and these lows with them then there's no one to keep you grounded so that was like the toughest part of the job when I first started was to not get so emotionally um, intertwined (laughs) with these transactions with my clients and my mentor can definitely back me up on this but i swear to god i used to call him crying like two or three times a day because it's just i would get so stressed for them and um that's probably the biggest growth that i have had obviously i would never like my clients at that point did not know that because the stress is my job not their job but you really have to be that person that your client can lean on um because that's just the most important thing so definitely i've learned a lot over the past 2 years um I kind of talked about all the the scary stuff of the job, but what do I love most about my job? I love, love, love making connections with people. I love meeting people. I love learning about people. I love just, I don't know, getting to know so many different stories, so many different ways of life. Like It's just, I seriously, I, I always like to say that I have the best job in the world because I... Learn so much from those around me, um, from my coworkers, from my clients, from other agents. Like, you can learn so much by just sitting down and talking to someone. And that is the best part of my job. So, today actually, I had a lovely appointment and I met the most amazing people. And we just sat down and we talked for almost two hours. Like, the time flew by. And seriously, like, by the end of almost two hours that I was at their house, um, she said to me, she goes, you are a family now. And, you know, we we hugged it out after. I'm a hugger. And it's just moments like that really, really... They just... They make you feel so appreciative. Because when you can connect with people um, that you've never even met before. Like, I think I spoke to them on the phone twice before I met them in person. Before then, I had no idea who these people were, right? So it's like, you are able to make these connections and those connections stick with you. Like the things that we talked about today, I will hold on to those forever and I will cherish those forever because it is truly so amazing that you can learn so much from other people. So that is the best part of my job. I love what I do. I see amazing houses. I see some pretty awful houses too, but it's really, really, honestly, I love it. I love it so much. So I hope that that was a decent blanket kind of chat about some of my real estate questions that I got, because that definitely seemed to be like the main focus of the um, questions that I did get on Instagram. So now that we've talked about, you know, stress in the workplace, um, kind of all the, you know, the stressy, messy parts, uh, I want to kind of go to the opposite end of the spectrum for the actual topic of this episode. And um I want to talk about keeping things simple. So you might be thinking, like, what what do you mean? <laughs> so um basically life becomes a lot easier when you embrace simplicity. And um you will find that stress sort of I, I don't want to say fades away because we all have stressors in our lives, we all go through stress, such a natural human emotion. Um you know, you might be sitting on the other side listening right now saying life isn't simple. Life is complicated. And um, you're right. I, I don't want you to confuse simplicity with life being easy because life is not easy. Everyone has their own things going on. Everyone has, you know, a past. Everyone has different, you, you know what I mean? Like everyone has their own shit. That's just blanket statement right there. Everyone has their own shit. It is so true. So trust me, I know that life is not easy Um, But, you know, you have the ability to kind of embrace simplicity when it comes to making decisions and it comes to really truly creating the life that you want. So over the past nine, almost 10 months, I've really shifted my perspective. This has been like an immense year of growing, healing, changing. Um, And it's like, I feel like I'm such a different person because I have made made this shift in you know, my lifestyle. And um I hope that maybe this will help you do that as well. So, yeah, like I said when it comes to making decisions in our lives or like even day-to-day tasks, um maybe interactions that you have, uh we as humans often like to overcomplicate things. So, I basically in this episode I wanted to talk about what is stopping you from living the life that you desire. And I'm going to, I'm going to list some things because obviously there are factors that might pop into your brain, you know, um, how will others think of you or how will others react if you make a certain decision or if you, you know, act a certain way, or if you want to do something right? Like the fear of other people judging us holds a lot of us back. Just fear in general, truthfully, fear is like the number one thing that like turns a lot of people away. Fear is such a negative emotion because it's meant for us to really question ourselves. You know, fear is, I know it's like a response that kind of protects us in a sense, but at the same time, it hurts us. It really holds us back. Also, what ifs? What ifs can hold us back? Like, oh, what if I leave my cushy corporate job um, to be an artist and I fail? Like, you know, the fear of failure, once again, it all comes back into fear, right? Like, Wow, fear is such a big one, but our hearts just fighting our brains because we've been taught to play it safe. We've been taught to kind of fit inside this box where we we follow where we think logically, where we really don't want to step outside the lines because it's scary. And because if we go off the beaten path, who knows what will happen? Right. And um, I was definitely raised that way. I was definitely raised to kind of make decisions that were smart for, to set yourself up for a future financially, to set yourself up, you know, blah, blah, blah. I feel like a lot of us are raised that way. And um, it's just kind of common sense. Like, I feel like we've lost touch with our intuition. So it's just, it's all about thinking logically and like, obviously thinking logically is good, but it comes to a point where sometimes our brain and our hearts kind of clash and I'm sure off the top of your head, you can probably think of at least one or two moments where you've been in that energy and you felt that way because it happens so often. And um, one thing I wanted to bring up, um, if you aren't sure, you know, what life do you want to live? Because sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we truly have no idea. We feel stuck. We don't know what's next. We don't know what's coming. And um, I was listening to the Law of Attraction Change My Life podcast by Francesca Amber Um, once again, one of my favorite podcasts, I believe I mentioned it last week, but she was talking about jealousy, and how jealousy is a window to our desires, and if you think about it, like, that's such, that, like, that really inspired me, like, first of all, when I heard that, it was like, oh my god, I've never thought of it that way, but it's true, it's like, yeah, when you, when someone is jealous, you know, it's because deep down, like, they want that, like, if you see someone on a I don't know private jet flying to Bora Bora to stay in one of those like super luxury over the water villas and you're just like my god I'm jealous because deep down you wish that that was you and um, I know jealousy is often portrayed in a negative way and you know I do think that if you are projecting jealousy onto others and you know you're voicing your opinions and in a negative way and just being rude about it 100%, 100% but like you can also use jealousy to really determine what might like what you desire truthfully so i thought that that was really neat um i believe it was her last episode that she put out so yeah if you want to go listen to that like i said one of my absolute favorite podcasts um the law of attraction changed my life by francesca amber and yeah that was such an amazing episode so I wanted to throw that in there because, like I said, some people might feel su- some people might feel stuck. They might not know what they want. They might not, you know, it's it's really easy to kind of fall into these ruts where you don't know what's next. You don't know what the next step is. Um, but it doesn't always have to be this way. You can change the pattern. I always like to say this: all we have on this earth is time. All we have is time. Truly. Some people might argue that we don't have enough, some people might say that we have too much, but like literally think about it, all we have on this earth is time. Every breath we breathe, every moment of every day, our time is passing us by and half the time we don't even realize it because we're so caught up in other things, but shouldn't we be using our time for us? Shouldn't we be doing, saying, feeling things that are a hell yes and um some people might be saying, what's a hell yes? So this is something that I love, love, love from another um, lovely lady that I listened to. Her name is Marley Rose Harris. And um, a hell yes, as she describes it, is basically just something that feels right to you. Like something that just deep down inside, you're like, hell yeah. Like I want to do that. It feels right. And it really just puts us in like that that awesome, that amazing, that energy where we just feel deep down in our bones that it's a hell yes, you know? So (laughs) kind of poor explanation of hell yes, but like, I hope you know what I mean. So, um, I'm going to kind of go off on a tangent here and bring up the law of perpetual motion. Now I know that this is a very hypothetical law. I know that it's, you know, I don't know, it's proven to not be 100% accurate, but hypothetically, blah, 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 an object in in motion will remain in motion. So think of it this way. Um, if you want to clean your house, getting that initial burst of energy to do the damn thing is literally the hardest part. But once you're in this energy, this flow of productivity, it's so much easier to continue to keep cleaning. You know, like, oh, I'll put the laundry away. I'm going to clean out the fridge too. I'm, I'm going to wash the windows. Like, you just... sorry, these are literally things that I just did like two days ago. So, um, it's just, once you're in this flow of being productive and you're kind of like already moving and you're getting things going, it's so much easier to just stay in that flow, to stay in that energy because it feels good. It feels right. You feel like you're being productive. It feels like a hell yes, because you're getting it done because all those tasks, if you just Like think about them on their own, they just seem so daunting because, you know, no one's going to get off the couch to, you know, wash the windows and then sit back down on the couch. Like, are you insane? Hell no. I would never do that. So it's just, if you look at these things on their own, they just don't flow with each other nicely. But if you kind of are in this energy already, you're moving, you're moving your body, you're getting things clean, you feel good about it. You are already in that energetic state. So it's much easier to just Keep rolling with it. Keep rocking with it if you are already feeling that way. Hence why I wanted to bring up the law of perpetual motion because life works the exact same way. So if you're doing things that don't feel like a hell yes to you, if you aren't in this, this, this really good energy flow, like, you know, if you're stuck in a job that you hate and then you get home and you eat food that you don't like because, you know, it'll... I don't know, like say you cut pasta out of your diet because you want to keep your carbs low or whatever and you're eating this like chickpea pasta and we all know it does not taste the same. You know what? I'm going to say it. It's not very good. (laughs) And it does not feel like a hell yes. So eat the damn pasta. Do whatever you want to do because when you are in that negative, like that negative flow that like, oh, it just doesn't feel right. Your energy follows that. And so if you aren't in the positive flow, a part of you knows that it's not right and it makes it harder for the right things to fall into place. So, um, it's just, like I said, law of attraction, energy, everything. Oh, this is, I swear to God, everything I talk about always turns spiritual somehow. Oh, geez. But, um, yeah. So I wanted to kind of talk about this career wise as an example for myself So before I entered the world of real estate, the fancy dancy real estate, just kidding, that's a a joke, but um, I used to work at a bank and I had gotten my business degree at university and the finance industry just really seemed like it was a safe choice. You know, you have a yearly salary, you have cushy bonuses, like it's just a secure job. And um, at the time, all my friends We're also in the banking industry. That's literally how I met my friends. Um, We all kind of went to university together and then we just decided to work at the banks. Um, That's just kind of how our path worked, you know, business degree, banking, handshake. Um, So it seemed to really go hand in hand. And two years later, a lot of my friends are still there. They're still working at the bank. They're climbing the ranks. They're doing really, really well. Um, But for me personally, it just wasn't the right fit and i i definitely knew that like i went into that job and i hated every second of it so much with every single cell in my body no offense to anyone if you work at a bank you know that was just my personal experience like i said i'm a very emotional person and like finance is just not an emotional career path you know i craved like connecting with people i craved having a change because when you're working at a bank, like it's just so like everything is the same. Like it's just, you're in such a routine and some people really, really want that routine with their career. I want routine and other things, but in my job, I can't just be doing the same thing every day. I get so bored. Like I just wanted these new experiences and um, that's kind of why real estate intrigued me. And the worst part is that even though I knew real estate was like my hell, yes so many people were very quick to shut me down. I pretty much heard, like, everything in the book, like, even the people who I thought would support me, um, they really didn't, (laughs) and I, I don't think my family listens to this anyways, but, like, truthfully, when I told my family that I was going to be going into real estate, like, they were not having it they would tell me things like you better have a plan b like people don't make it in real estate like that's not a career still to this day even though i've been in real estate for almost 2 years um you know someone in my family still tells me like oh i worry about you like that's not a career like what are you going to do 2 years down the road and that's that's really tough to hear because like i think i've done really well for myself i you know, anyways, that's, that's something else, but just people are really quick to kind of shut you down. People are really quick to judge. Um, but like I said, literally every way possible that they could tell me that I'd fail, they did. And it was really, really hard not having that support backing me. And it really did kind of instill some fear of failing, but I had to put all of that negative talk, the comments, the doubts, from others, I really had to put it aside and I had to focus on what felt right for me, what was my hell yes, because deep down I knew that it was right. And that, like, you have to be selfish almost, truthfully. You really have to be selfish sometimes because when you are in that flow, that energy where everything feels right, things just fall into place a lot easier. And so this episode, if you take away anything, it's just keep it simple. Just do what feels right for you when it feels right for you. You just got to block all the other people out because they just, crowd, they just crowd your thoughts with noise, truthfully. Keep it simple. If it feels right, if it's a hell yes, go for it. If it's not, then you know what? If it doesn't serve you, why are you trying to, you know, continue doing it? Like I said, the pasta, for example, like something so small, if if it's just, if it's not a hell yes, like just, oh my God, you just got to do what makes you happy. We only have time on this earth. We're all going to die someday. You might as well live it up. You might as well do what makes you happy and be a little selfish because no one else is going to make you happy. The only person that you can hurt with your thoughts, with all the turmoil that goes on in your brain, with all that noise, is yourself. No one else can hear that internal mo- monologue up there. So if you're being hard on yourself, it's only hurting you, truthfully. And like I said, the whole real estate thing, I do very well for myself now. I have the most amazing job. I have the most amazing support system. I have the most amazing colleagues. And I don't live in fear anymore. It really is that simple. And um, I'm not telling you to quit your job and you know, run off and do whatever you want to do. I'm just saying if you think that something is right for you, give it a shot. There's nothing wrong with trying new things because that is how we learn. We learn by growing. We learn by making mistakes. We learn by those small wins. Truthfully, whatever feels right for you, don't listen to anyone else. Keep it simple. Live your damn life. Don't live in fear anymore. So um, that's it for this episode. I hope that Something resonated with you. Um, I hope maybe you got inspired because I just, I don't know, this episode is really important to me because it really, it's, it's about yourself sometimes. Um, obviously, if you have a family and you have other people to worry about, then like you can't just quit your job. I totally understand that. But like if you're in a position to do something for yourself and you don't take it, you are going to regret it. Truthfully, you got to learn. You got to try new things. You got to put yourself out there sometimes. And, um, honestly just go for it. So I will talk to you next week. I hope everyone has an amazing day and, um, yeah, thank you so, so much for listening. Bye.